This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 687, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, June 12th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 687. It's our Comic Reviews episode for the week of Wednesday, June 12th. Uh, let's jump right in and look at some of the books that came out on the 12th. I will apologize in advance. And at, from time to time in the background, you're going to hear loud yelling and screaming and, and whooping and yay and ha- happy, happy birthday celebrations. It's because I have very noisy neighbors at 844 in the evening who've decided it's the right time to celebrate a child's birthday on a Wednesday evening as my five-and-a-half-year-old son tries to go to sleep so let's talk about some comics uh first off um we have books that came out on june 12th that i will not be talking about uh just because i have very finite time sometimes uh some of the releases include the new issue of age of conan bellet queen of the black coast which i'm actually really digging uh age of x-men apocalypse and the extract age of x-men and marvelous x-men as guardians of the galaxy batman and the outsiders catwoman champions detective comics giant man hawkman Immortal Hulk, Invaders, Ironheart, Justice League Odyssey, Major X, Red Hood Outlaw, Silver Surfer Black, Number One, Star Wars Vader Dark Visions, Supergirl, The Superior Spider-Man, Superman, uh, Symbiote Spider-Man, The Batman Who Laughs, The Flash, Punisher, Venom, Wonder Twins, Wonder Woman, and X-Force. That is a lot of books. So what did they have a chance to read? Well, first up, we have Amazing Spider-Man number 23. This is the Hunted Epilogue by uh, Nick Spencer and Ryan Otley. Yeah, Ryan Otley, he's back. Um, I, I thought his art was great. Um, I feel like this isn't really an epilogue. It feels like this is just the last chapter. I think there is a difference because I feel like this is important enough that it's not just a postscript. Um, and apparently the events of this issue take place before War of the Realms. I don't know what that means, but, um, I don't know. I don't know what that means, but okay, good to know. Uh, you have a lot of kind of, uh, pieces, and this is why I feel like it's less of an epilogue and more of a last issue, is that there's a lot of kind of dangling plot threads, like big ones, like what happens to Arcade, what happens to all the businessmen, what happens to, you know, the rampaging, uh, you know, animal-themed uh, villains who finally escape from Central Park, what happens to all these people? Uh, so here we have everyone kind of getting arrested by the Avengers, uh, you have the, the Savage Six uh, being created, which is an interesting choice. We have what I believe is uh, the appearance of uh, what I think is the movie Yellow Jacket suddenly being here um, um, one of these pages uh, we have Black Cat bringing Billy home we have Kurt Connors out there somewhere we have a whole swarm of vermins out there potentially killing people um, and yet Spider-Man doesn't seem to care like the, like I just felt the whole issue was very much like all this stuff is happening but Spider-Man's not involved in many of it and everyone else is just kind of cleaning up after his mess and he's going to go home and find out what happened to MJ and MJ's fine but she's got hurt but you know, he was so worried about her, and he's been so scared, and that didn't even almost feel earned enough, and we have this idea that we're going to have this mysterious villain confronting him, and then we have uh, Craven's, you know, clone son um, finding out, you know, what has happened, and that now it's time for him to reclaim the, the mantle, to be the Kravenoff, to be superior, and the minute he said the superior, I honest to God thought they were going to call him the superior Craven the Hunter, and I would have thrown my comic book across the room. Instead, he's now Craven the Hunter. So this whole story was just to get rid of the classic Craven and give us a younger Craven who doesn't care about the end of the hunt. I don't know if this was worth that. Um... I'm just this 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 just felt like kind of sloppy. Oh, I gotta you know kind of draw these things together beautifully illustrated because Otley's a great artist, but I just feel like 
it didn't really work. Um, I feel like I'd give it like a two and a half for story and a four for art, so I'd give it a six and a half overall. Uh, it just kind of felt, at, you know, kind of sophomore-ish. Like, again, just poorly put together, just kind of realizing, oh, there's all these things I forgot to address. I better just throw something together. Because it did feel thrown together. Uh, next up, we have Event Le- Leviathan number one, um, which I really enjoyed. This is by Brian Michael Bendis and his frequent collaborator Alex Malev. Um, and although obviously the, the Leviathan story started in the Superman books, uh, it feels you know like much more of a kind of Batman era story or, or more of a de- detective story, and that's really what we're getting here. Uh, I'm not going to say much about it because it, it's, it's much of it's more atmospheric and you know and. Um, you know, interplay between Batman and Lois and kind of figuring out that there's something afoot and trying to figure out where to go from here. I guess the only problem is that, and this isn't really a problem, but as a number one issue, you know, it takes place after a bunch of other stuff. So it's not really the beginning of something. It's just the next chapter in something, if that makes sense. Like you have all this other stuff that came first, which is pretty important to understanding how we got to this point, and yet we don't get it in, in the first issue. We get a little bit of recap of it, but that's not quite the same thing. But I did like it. I liked it a lot. I th- I'm really excited to see where it goes from here. And uh, at times, my love's artwork felt a little stiff, but I thought the scripting by Bendis was very much on point. I'm going to give this a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, next up, we have Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number 7. Uh, this is written by Tom Taylor, artwork by Ken Lashley. Um, and I, I, Lashley's art was 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 good. I don't know, there's, there's some quality to it that I'm I didn't connect to in the same way, but for the most part, I enjoyed it. Um, I, I like the idea that they're opening up Feast again. Uh, MJ having to, to kind of deal with her own issues. Sorry, not MJ. Uh, MA having to deal with her health issues. Uh, I liked how Boomerang was used here. I thought that was kind of interesting, and how. Um, you know, Boomerang and Spider-Man kind of end up working together and end up in a fight against the Prowler because I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, this was good. You know, I thought this was a pretty solid issue overall. I'm going to give it a 7. Uh, and last but not least, uh, probably my favorite book of the week um, was Spider-Man Life Story Number 4, which is set in the 1990s. Uh, it's written by Chip Zdarsky, artwork by Mark Bagley. Mark Bagley feels like, I mean, he's always one of my favorite artists, but this felt like he really took time, like, He's a fast artist, but this felt like he really took his time to develop everything and and give give it his all. Like it, this just looks like there's to- a lot of time spent on the page to make sure that there's no wasted lines. And I thought it was a great version of the the 90s in a lot of ways because you know you get the same types of tropes still happen, but in slightly different ways. You have the idea of you know a clone saga. Um, you have like, some of the same type of characters happening. I, I, I just thought this was really good. I don't want to give a lot of spoilers because I want people to read it. Uh, but I thought it was an emotional and interesting. I like that you know there is a hoodie, but it's not in the way we're used to seeing uh, in terms of Scarlet Spider, which I thought was interesting. The way in which Peter kind of, our Peter kind of leaves the book, I thought was really fascinating. I mean, just to see where that goes. Even having Osborne here was uh, a cool surprise in terms of how that was that was handled. Uh, I'm really excited to see what happens next. Um, you know, there's still two more issues of this, and I feel like I just want to read more stories set in this world. Like it's it's really interesting, and 
I, I always thought it was a cool concept, but I'm just so digging it, and I hope we get more of this. I think it's just such a, a fun and enjoyable read. It's sad. It's got really kind of sad moments, and you know, it's a, really putting Peter through the ringer, but it's, it's really entertaining and interesting. Um, and that is our episode for this week. Uh, looking forward to next week, uh, or the day I record this, the 19th of June. Uh, some of the upcoming releases next week, or this today as I record it, is Aquaman, Batman... Uh, let's see what else uh, Justice League Nightwing uh, Superman Year One that's a big release it's $8 good god uh, Teen Titans uh, them over at uh, IDW you have Samurai Jack Lost Worlds number 2 as well as Uncle Scrooge 46 uh, over at Marvel Comics you have The Age of X-Men Amazing Nightcrawler The Last Issue The Last Issue of Age of X-Men Next Gen You've got the Amazing Spider-Man Epic Collection, Goblin Lives, which I'm excited to finally have on my shelf, even though I have that in material already in Omnibus anyway. I don't know why I keep having to buy things twice. Uh, the new issues of Captain America, Captain Marvel, Daredevil. Um, speaking, we got Dead Man Logan Volume 1, trade paperback called Since the Father. Uh, let's see, we got uh, Decades, Marvel, the 90s, The Mutant Explosion. I've talked about that before in a previous episode with uh, Eric Anthony that I thought it's just kind of a weird hodgepodge of different books. We got the Fantastic Four Epic Collection, More Things Change, which has the Engelhart run. Uh, we got Marvel's Annotated, number 404. Uh, we got Miss Marvel, uh, Metamorphosis. It's one of the kind of newly well, well-priced, well-sized like slightly smaller than a regular comic book uh, Miss Marvel collections. Uh, we have New Mutants by Abnett and Lanning Complete Collection Volume Two. We've got the New X Men Quest for Magic Complete Collection. Uh, we got Savage Sword of Conan Number Six. I'm really enjoying Savage Sword of Conan. New issue of Shuri. Uh, Spider Man League of Realms. Uh, Spider Man City of War. We got the Spider Man Gauntlet Complete Collection Volume One. I'm excited for that as we uh, get closer and closer to uh, having everything from. Well, I mean. Uh, Brand New Day and all Big Time will all be collected, which is going to be really cool. I mean, obviously, the JMS era, for the most part, was already collected, although it's hard for people to find Volume 5, and I am one of those people who's sad about it. Uh, we got new issues of Star Wars, Star Wars Dr. Aphra, Star Wars TIE Fighter, uh, there's the Thor trade paperback, Volume 2, Road to Road of uh, War of Realms, Tony Stark Iron Man, number 13, which is part of War of Realms, and we have Uncanny X-Men 20, the Uncanny X-Men trade paperback, Volume 1, Cyclops and Wolverine, which is just weird that's calling it Volume 1, because what about the Uncanny X-Men assemb- uh, Disassembled, which was the first 10 issues, like, does that not count? Just kind of a strange choice. War of Realms, Journey the Mystery, number 5 of 5. War of Realms, War Scrolls, 3 of 3. I have not read anything War of Realms that's actually branded as such, except for some of the tie-ins in other books. Uh, Winter Soldier, Trade Paperback with Second Chances, which I really enjoyed, and the last issue of Wolverine Infinity Watch. So some of those books I'll be talking about on next week's episode. Thank you again for uh, listening to this episode. Uh, you can always email me at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, rate and review the show on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Um, my next episode episode, I'll be talking about the first 19 issues of the 2001 series Exiles by Jed Winnick. Well, at least in that particular volume, it's by Jed Winnick, uh, Mike McCone, and Jim Calafiore. So uh, make sure to uh, download that episode, and that'll be coming out on Friday the 21st. Uh, I will actually be in Philadelphia this weekend, uh, going to take in a Philadelphia Phillies game on uh, Saturday the 22nd. Uh, so I might get a chance to read some comic books on the drive down as I'll be a passenger, but it's more than likely I'll just pass out and not be able to read anything at all. Anyways, thanks for listening to this episode and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.